What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Time for the Sift Pop Spoiler Cast theme song! Spoilers. Spoilers are coming for Ninja Turtle Spoilers! That was good. Sift that was maybe our best one. Thank you. I liked it. Uh-huh. I thought it was pretty good. The mm-hmm. Spoiler Cast theme song different every week because we never want to give it away. All right. Uh, let's go into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Go into a little more detail on the plot. We've got Curious Low with us who is in the regular podcast as well. Another round of applause for the Lowster. Woo! The Lowrider. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, in the show proper, I haven't seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah, do you mind being spoiled? No, I don't mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting because both of you kind of talked about that there wasn't really a plot. So, I'm kind of curious, what do you want to spoil in a movie that had such little character <clears throat> development and such terrible plot line? Well, that's a great question. Maybe we don't even need so, to do a spoiler cast. Like, well, what do you, But what would you want to, without having to worry about anything being divulged and not giving anything away... Can you talk more specifically about some of the scenes that were yes. like well, failure? For me, well, for me, what I want to specifically talk more about are some of the themes okay, and why they didn't work. And because, you know, we didn't give any away necessarily what those themes were and what was going on in the plot with those themes. What about you, though? What were you looking forward to getting away, getting all I think out? probably on the same on the same page as Erin. Just the, the stuff that I sort of brought up but didn't want to spoil with Specifics. what was happening with the turtles right. themselves. The ending of the movie, like, I didn't want to spoil it too much, although it's the end of the Avengers. So if you've seen the Avengers, you've seen this movie. (laughs) I guess I accidentally kind of spoiled that in the show proper because I read my husband's text message who did see it last night. Yeah. And he he said, you know, this movie is the Avengers. So I guess I kind of accidentally. Yeah, it's uh, it's an alien trying to get to Earth to destroy Earth by creating a portal in the sky. Okay. To come through. <laughs> but there's so many other and, plots. Why would they And that? they defeat him <clears throat> by flying something back into the portal and no. destroying the portal. Yep. Yeah. <gasps> yep. Yeah. Just like that plane in the background. Yeah, that plane is actually going to destroy a portal right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't click <laughs> no, quick enough. <laughs> you're fine. I actually kind of like that the plane has a presence in our podcast. Yes. Yes, you did. It's ambiance. It's its own character. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So the... Do they know that it's an alien? Do they have to figure out that it's an alien that's attacking New York or whatever? It's, uh. it's kind of weird. Okay, so here are the basics of what's going on in this plot. We join the turtles who are 
uh, apparently want to go see a Knicks game, a basketball game. Okay. So they hang out in the Jumbotron to watch the game. Because they're still kind of in hiding from the last movie, is yes, what I read. Yes, they don't want to know, pe- that. yeah, they don't want people to know who they are. And so they've told uh, Will Arnett's character to take all the credit for what happened. With and, Shredder. Yeah, what happened in the first movie and that okay. kind of stuff. All of this, by the way, oh so conveniently replayed to us on the Jumbotron because they're honoring... Yeah. Uh, Will Arnett's character at this Knicks game that the Turtles happen to be also oh, at watching. How convenient. Yes, that's the entire movie. Um, Previously on Teenage Mutant <laughs> That's exactly Turtles. right. They have this whole, like, that's basically what's on the Jumbotron is, you may not remember, they, but Shredder. They literally so say, one year ago today. <laughs> really? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. In that voice, I think I did a pretty good job, Yeah, it was honestly. the perfect announcer voice. Uh, it was amazing. Um, so yeah, so they're at this game or whatever, and they're hearing, you know, what happened, and they're also antagonizing. Um, he's the Falcon, right? That's what he's called, the Falcon. Yeah. Who's the Falcon? Is that the scientist? The you're Will, talking no, about? the photographer, Will Arnett from the oh, first movie. Oh, they're calling him the Falcon. He's now. the Falcon now. Oh, yes, Lord. So, um, <clears throat> so they're honoring the Falcon. He's getting the key to the city, and this is where we start to see like what becomes. Uh, a theme later on, I think, which is they wish they could be public. Like they wish people could know that sure. they did this thing or whatever. And and that becomes a major theme later on. Um, but so they're at this thing and then they find out what that Shredder is escaping. What? Oh, we no, we go to uh, Shredder's being moved. Is that's what happens. right. The, the only thing the only bad thing that happens at the Knicks game is that they drop pizza on the ground. Yes, they accidentally drop some pizza <laughs> on the court, and the basketball player slips on it. Yeah, that that's that's the the only reason for that scene is to recap the first movie. Yes, that is the recap scene. So we go to Megan Fox's character, April April O'Neil, right? And so April's mm-hmm. she's tracked down. Um, do we ever find out why she's tracked down this scientist? Or is she it just... probably mentioned it, but really, I just think she was being a reporter and reporting. So she tracks down the scientist who is apparently working to help. Uh, Shredder escape, and so she has to get close enough to him for her fancy watch that, you know, uh, forgive me, I don't know the exact turtles who do what, but Is it Donatello? Donatello? Yeah, I think it's Donatello, yeah, it's Donatello created Donatello. this watch for her, so that if she's close, listen to this amazing watch, this is a plot convenient watch, as long as this watch is near any mobile device, it can copy everything off of that mobile device, but you have to be within three feet, so okay. then she's forced to go flirt with this nerdy scientist, and so she gets a certain percentage of it uploaded, and then he hands off the tablet to somebody else. So now she has to go chase this guy down, which, to me, maybe you just go walk beside him while he's walking right? to finish it up. In a public, were they in You're a train in, station? Yeah, like in a or train a station or like... a mall or something. So she excuses herself from the scientist. I'm thinking, yeah, you just go walk beside him while your watch finishes it up. No, apparently she has to go put on a schoolgirl's outfit what? to get with this other group of schoolgirls that are in this train oh, station Lord. to pull him in for a picture so that she can be close enough to him. Which, and, and it took, what, maybe five seconds for her to finish her download? Like, it just, it, yeah. it's that kind of stuff where everything exists just so that it can happen, yeah. you know? And, uh, and so like, this it was... Uh... It was poor man's uh, Ocean's Eleven scene. Like it had like the the music with her like walking through and like changing uh, her clothes uh, and grabbing the cowboy hat. But whoa, a cowboy hat and a schoolgirl outfit. That's- yes. She had to she had to make the guy that she was tracking down into a cowboy so they could take a picture with him. Because yes. everybody wants pictures with cowboys. 
So they're so rare. Didn't you know? Yeah. (laughs) The thing that you mentioned in the podcast proper that I didn't realize, and actually kind of proud of myself for not realizing, I didn't realize she was already wearing a skirt. I thought she was wearing pants. And so mm-hmm. when she put on that I'm other... proud of myself for not knowing this. <laughs> Good job, Erin. Way to not look at her legs. I Excellent was, job. Yeah, I wasn't objectifying <laughs> her, I guess. Uh, so she's walking through and it gets out and she's, you know, in the skirt with these high boots on or whatever. And I'm like, oh, like her pants just came off. Like how did... Like, oh, yeah. You know, like, like where did that happen? Like how did she take her pants off in a, you know, like a public area or whatever? But I didn't realize she was... So she was wearing a skirt underneath the skirt or she took the other skirt off after she, she got the one skirt? She was wearing... Because I noticed as soon as she looked at the plaid skirt, I was like, oh, no, she's going to change in the middle of this mall. Like, I don't know how they're going to do this, but it's Michael Bay. Well, it's produced by Michael Bay and it's going to be awful. But she was wearing a pencil skirt. She put the conveniently like wrappable, snappable plaid skirt over her pencil skirt and then in the next shot, I was like, are they going to show her taking off the other skirt? In the next shot, she just wasn't wearing it anymore. That's what I, okay, so there was still one. It just disappeared. It just disappears. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know they shot that scene, right? Because everybody was like, let's go ahead and just let this be, and then we'll see if it makes the, the final movie. Yeah. So oh. somewhere in the extended edition, you're going to see that slow strip of the pencil <laughs> skirt down the oh, legs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Also, all of this happening in the store she stole this skirt from. She didn't stop to pay for it. Like, and nobody is, oh, yeah. you know, noticing or upset that she just took this skirt and put it on. It's Pretty just... girls could do everything. <laughs> That's right. They get all the free stuff. Um, so what we find out from this, by the way, all this information she gets, it immediately starts deleting itself. And the only thing she is able to, to get is that he is helping Shredder escape somehow, right? That was the only purpose of that entire thing. Was for well, the- but later on in the movie, she does say, "Well, all those files that I was able to get said blah 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 blah." Like how you said that they started deleting almost <laughs> immediately. You have a photographic memory, my dear, and you are wasted as a reporter. That is right. Um, so we find out that Shredder's escaping. They're helping him escape, and the Ninja Turtles then find out because April found out. So they rush to stop him from escaping. They get to use their new, uh, you know, fancy schmancy garbage truck that has all this new technology on it that they've built. Uh, including launching um, manhole covers. Manhole covers. That's just yeah. a really great, easy way to disable things is to launch manhole covers. Well, that is from the cartoon, <clears throat> just to give them Good. props. Good. They do have a trash can, like a trash a trash can. Fair a enough. A trash, what is it called? Garbage truck. Yeah. Yes. That's the word. Uh, fair enough. I stand corrected. Uh, I will not make fun <laughs> of that again. Uh, and then it also has these nunchuck arms on the truck that can be remotely controlled from inside. Anyways... They use it to stop these people who are trying to help Shredder escape, or tr- to try to stop them. But apparently they have some sort of teleporter, I'm guessing. Yep. And there's something with, they're taking him to an extraction point for the teleporter, but since the Ninja Turtles are attacking, now they have to take the teleporter to him. Can you explain this to me, Lo? What, like? I think you pretty much explained it. Everything that they gave us was that they well, brought but- the teleporter to him. But why and then they for just some do that reason originally? Like what is Well, the- I think I think the reason is is that they brought it to him and something went wrong and he got teleported to another dimension which is where he met our sort of big bad. But that was supposed okay. to happen. Krang was supposed to I think Krang that was Krang's plan all along though, wasn't it? I don't I don't think that Krang I mean again, this is just to show how cohesive this movie was. I don't think that they knew that it was going to because they didn't know where he was. They were like, where did he go? Where did he go? We don't right, know but where Krang knew. It I thought took him. I thought Krang, Krang did it on did. purpose. 
I think Krang brought him on purpose, but I think it's because he was outside of, like, uh, Tyler Perry, whose character, I forget his name. Uh, I don't think that he was in on oh, no. all no, of the... No, he yeah. wasn't supposed to be. So, anyways, Krang is the main bad guy. He's, if you remember the cartoon, he's the guy with the robot body and the, I think one of the turtles called him uh, chewing gum, um, uh, massive chewed chewing gum like a brain looking thing that comes out of the middle and is, you know, in this robot, you know, get up or whatever. So he, his plan is to release Shredder so that they can work together to join three different artifacts. Yay. It's time for an artifact hunt. Like, like a Tesseract type thing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, how do they not, how do they feel (laughs) as writers knowing that people, it's not like we're not going to notice this stuff. Is it just, is it literally just, well, it works, so let's just do it, and, and they don't care? I mean... Did they have 15 minutes to come up with the plot of this movie? You know, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, why not create something that is just for this universe? You have an I opportunity no, to agree. really develop a really great group of people. Why copy, like, like just copy stuff from Marvel, from... Not why? that Not that this movie deserves the benefit of the doubt, but... The Ninja Turtles were originally contrived as a parody to um, to Daredevil. Um, they get their powers in much the same way. It's okay. like a toxic spill. In fact, in in universe, it was supposed to be the same toxic toxic spill that took away Daredevil's sight. Oh. And then their ma- their master. I don't know if you guys watch the Daredevil TV show, but his name is Stick, and the rat that they is follow Spl- is named Splinter. Splinter. So. It, like originally, way way back in the day, they were supposed to be riffing on superhero stuff, but I don't think that that was the point of do this. You feel, but I'm just saying. But do you feel like they were kind of riffing? Like, is no, that no, oh no, no, it was okay. straight up stealing. No, okay, but yeah, well, just, so, but to, just to throw that out there. That's a really interesting nugget of information. I would have never known, mm-hmm. and that kind of makes it fun. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is just like a fun riff on. If that's what we're doing going into this, then it kind of changes it. It turns it into kind of like a, uh, a scary movie type thing. You know what like I'm saying? Like a parody? Like a parody. Yeah. yeah. Why not just like really embrace that and have a good time with the turtles? Well, they do in some ways really embrace the silliness. We talked about this in the show show proper, and that's why I don't have a problem with it. I think they're existing in the universe they want to exist in, mm-hmm. which is a silly, stupid, you know, pratfall, yeah. you know, kind of universe. Um but that doesn't forgive a lot of the movie making issues yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we get to, so he teleports to Krang. Krang, we find out, is the big baddie, and he's using him to gather these three pieces of what will become the thing that opens the portal. All right. And the portal is going to open, and, and then what happens when the portal opens? When the portal his opens, gets his, to come here. his spaceship gets to come here. Okay. And his spaceship is, oh, what was the name of the spaceship? What's Krang's spaceship? Uh, the can't remember. Oh, no. Doesn't matter. It's like in the cartoon. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. He, but anyways, his, once his spaceship's here, he can destroy Earth and rule, you know, the planet. So he's using um, Shredder to do this, which, by the way, that's another thing in the movie we didn't really talk about. But I guess now that we're spoiling it, Shredder is really, he's just, um, he, his power's taken Was away it in this movie. Alpha Explorer? No. It's honestly, it's because all of the fans of TMNT really had a problem with the way that he was like put forth in the previous movie. Really? And instead of instead of trying to fix it, because it was very not accurate to the cartoon. Okay. Um, they gave him like a, a lot of stuff that he didn't have. Um, and a lot instead of, power. of explaining it, yeah, yeah. Instead of explaining it and 
like dealing with it in a clever way and like they just they just straight up ignored it <laughs> yeah well they i just i just felt like his his entire character motivation or anything was neutered once krang was in the scene he was just another lackey it felt yep. like you know and so it was like the big baddie from the first movie is all of a sudden just a secondhand lackey and it just it just felt very neutered and and strange so anyways, they they have they put this stuff together and part of the first piece that they have has this purple liquid in it that mutates humans into their I'm going to say spirit animal. I don't think they ever use that phrase, <laughs> but basically whatever animal they most uh, evolutionarily associate with apparently or something, they become a ty- you know like a hybrid. Wait, so if my if if evolution is real and Danae evolved from a unicorn, I would become a unicorn. Right, like yeah, you become Sweet. something like that. So they or a test, marmoset. They tested on these two other guys that um, Shredder escapes with, who are like flat out knucklehead, you know, like dumb criminals. Kind of yes, thing? that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's bebop. They and are rock bebop and rock. Oh, oh. Um, but, but weren't they in the last movie? Or who uh, was in the last movie? Were they? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but anyways, yes, it's Bebop and Rocksteady. So they test it on them and, you know, Bebop becomes the rhinoceros and Rocksteady becomes the warthog. Um, so then they're also lackeys, you know, serving Krang and, or Shredder and Shredder, Krang through Shredder or whatever. Lackeys of the lackey. Yeah. So they're sent on a trip to get one of the pieces. Uh, the other one's in the Natural History Museum, uh, and they go and get that piece, which, Am I wrong, or did all they have to do was hit it hard and then move a couple things down, yeah. and then it opened itself oh, yeah. up? Like that's not yep. going to have happened already. Like, I that really confused me too. That all of a sudden this this thing is hiding this you know elaborate piece of machinery that nobody noticed at the Natural History Museum because they don't check that kind of no, stuff. No, no, nope. So uh, so they get one piece out of there. Bebop and Rocksteady go get the other piece. They open up the portal. Frank's spaceship comes through, and uh, the Ninja Turtles have to stop him. So they take the beacon of the spaceship, take it through the portal so that all the pieces of the spaceship, which have been following the beacon, then follow it through the portal instead of... Which is another way that this is just like the Avengers, because instead of aliens flying through buildings in New York City, you have all these pieces of the spaceship flying through New York City, and you still have turtles jumping on the back of these pieces of the spaceship... Just yeah. like you had Black Widow jumping on the back of Whoa. these aliens. Yeah. Yeah. That is so crazy. <clears throat> and, and and you're like, I'm having deja vu, but like way worse. Yeah. So there's a couple things that happen in the finale, or one I'm thinking of specifically. So um, Krang betrays Shredder and says, oh, you thought both of us were going to rule the world, but nope, it's just me. Saw that coming. Yeah. And also it means nothing because they've never, they haven't set any of that into any importance in the story. It's not like it means anything to us that, you know, Shredder is, has been betrayed. Uh, and then the other things that are happening thematically are the turtles are dealing with two main things. And here's where we get into to where this movie, I think, could have done some cool things, but decided to make it so surface that it just doesn't work. One, we find out that the purple ooze not only turns humans into animals, but will turn the turtles into humans. What? So if they... How is that possible? So it will take... Uh... Is it because they are evolving towards humans? So it takes you to the next level of, of evolution? And so it's they're a reverse. Saying, I think they said they would have to, they'd have to 
They'd oh, have sorry. to reverse. I should try to figure that no, out. No, no, that doesn't no, no. make any sense. Okay. I, there is some point where Donatello, I think, is saying, if we take the isotopes and reverse them, then you know, okay. then it'll do the opposite and okay. take the animal back to a human kind of thing. So, but if that is the case, then it doesn't make sense that they would then go seek out the vial of purple ooze that's at the police station because that hadn't had a chance to have Donatello reverse the isotopes. That is that is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, you did it, Lo. You found a fault in this movie. That's we well, it. well I tried. Done. Purpose well done. of the spoiler cast over. <laughs> um, yeah, and and for that matter, we didn't mention that there is this uh, another character which you mentioned in the podcast proper, who's uh, like a hockey player. Is he in the comics as well, or in the, he's, the TV he's show? He's in the show. Yeah, in the show, he has that weird, scary mask that he was wearing, and he plays hockey, and he uses rollerblades, which is why. They had to have super contrived rollerblades in this because what self-respecting person in the 2000s <laughs> would actually still have rollerblades? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he and April O'Neil are trying to keep the blue, uh, the purple ooze from going to Shredder's crew. Um, so they end up stopping that, but the police end up getting it, and so, so there's so a let fight me get this at the right. police so station. So after the fin- the finish of the bad guy, alien guy. Mm-hmm. Krong or whatever. Krang. Krang. The villain of the movie or the problem with the movie is this ooze. So the, no, the no, no, no. Ooze it, this is, is all before. It's happening at the same time. Is, yeah, it's oh, kind okay, of okay. during it, a little bit before kind of okay. that kind of stuff. So when it's defeat, when we're defeating at the end, we're defeating the ooze and we're defeating the bad guy for a nice little bow. The ooze, the ooze I think, has already been taken care of. Yeah, um, who was it? I think it was Leonardo. Oh, right, because the thing, yeah, because the theme is this ooze will turn them into humans, and two of the turtles are like, that would be awesome, that would be amazing, we could be in public, people would accept us. Oh, okay. And the other two are like, you know, no, we don't need that, uh, that kind of thing. And this is the theme, and maybe this isn't the one you were talking about, but this theme of belonging and of looking different than people but still wanting to be a part is a very powerful and relevant theme to most people. Like most people get that idea of, I wish I could be more like this group so that I could fit in with them because I want to be like them or I want to be liked by them. And why am I outcast? Why am I ostracized? And it just, it's so surfacely touched in this that they don't spend enough time with it. But it's like a legitimate thing that they could have sat they, inside yeah, of. I yeah. really feel like they could have found a way to tell the story of these four brilliant you know, uh, world-saving characters that are really dealing with, you know, why aren't we, why can't we be accepted? Um, and, and it just, and, it, and the solution to this, by the way, isn't any kind of, that I saw, catharsis or realization or anything. It's just, and this goes back to the Purple Ooze, it's just Leonardo, I think it's Leonardo. It's who's the strong one. I think it is. Yeah, the red one. Uh, I, th- he just, I think it's Leonardo. Raphael. I don't remember. Raphael. Is yes, it? it's Raphael. It's Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, I think it's Raphael. Whoops. I think Raphael just goes, yeah, we don't need this and throws it on the ground. That's basically how it's resolved. Like wow. there's no inner turmoil or real processing of it. Or, or like a flash forward or an, 12 years later yeah, we're still like thinking about it. experimenting <laughs> with it or I, I fully or expected sinking into for the ground. And... I fully expected for the story that they would experiment with it a little bit and that one of the turtles would get a chance to feel what it felt like you know to be human or something like that you know that would give it a little more resonance. And then turn but, back into a turtle somehow. Yeah 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 but it just it didn't none of that was there and so it felt very uh, shallow you know to, to have dealt with it that way. Am I, am I saying that 
uh, right? No, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And that that was one of the two things that I was referring to. The other one, it was sort of stems from this, but just the fact that they were like butting heads because they all have very different personalities and that could have been cool too, like showing the way that even though they're brothers, they don't necessarily work perfectly together. And they said that. They certainly had the lesson there, but they didn't have any of the background to back it up. Right. Or again, any of the real resolution to it. It was just like all of a sudden, okay, we're brothers. (laughs) It's like, you know, find, find a way for the story to tell us what's going on as opposed to them just making it happen, you know? So those thematic elements are there. They're supposed to give, I think, a little bit of depth to it, but it's not there. It's really just them trying to get to the spaceship and stop Krang from... And they do. And they do. So I was looking up some stuff on Wikipedia. Well, I was trying to actually research it because I remember the first time, the, the, the first, well, I guess like the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, it was Taka and Razar. If I'm, I think I'm saying that correctly. Uh, those were the two like goons that Shredder had by their side. Well, if you watch the cartoons, we know that Bebop and Rocksteady were like the most popular ones. So everyone was like wondering why it was Taka and Razar, and it was the snapping turtle and a wolf. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that part. No. But like the goons that kind of like are created from creatures, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "What happened? What we wanted Bebop and Rocksteady?" You know? By the way, it's Bebop and Rocksteady that look down their pants and fist bump after uh, they no. after they change into Bebop and Rocksteady. They're like, "Cool, we got." We now got we genitalia. got yeah. Now we got super junk. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I'm I I when I'm thinking oh that makes sense that that they would bring that pair back into or into this movie for the first time because everybody wanted them in the last movie. I remember that from to the last time. This movie had a lot of backpedaling. There was a lot of stuff that they just threw well, in I mean, there. I, not even backpedaling. It was more just that they ignored everything that they set up in the first movie. That's and annoying switched it to what the fans wanted, which I get that they're listening to the fans and trying to make it closer to the cartoon and all that. But if you've already made some decisions, you have to at least address them. I think not only I did, think. not only, I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree too. Not only did Shredder feel neutered, uh, Splinter also felt neutered in this movie. He's barely in it. Um, you know, there's, I mean, he has a moment with Donatello where he, you know, is trying to inspire him or encourage him to get along with his brothers. And, but I just, there, you know, he didn't have a lot to do other than that, unless I'm forgetting something. Am I forgetting something? Well, Oh no. Yeah. That's basically all he did. There yeah. was the moment where Casey kind of rushed him and he sort of ninjaed him back. Yeah. That's a verb. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. To ninja. I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. I don't know that there's anything else I really wanted to talk about or spoil in, in this movie. It's, it's kind of, Pointless if, anyway. If you've made it this far to the spoiler cast, you are dedicated to Teen NMT. <laughs> That's all we're saying. <laughs> Did you have anything else, Lo? No, I'm good. All right. Well, we're thanks good. for hanging out with us for this episode of Sif Pop Spoilers. If you missed the podcast proper, feel free to check that out too, also in your podcast feed. And if you've got time on a Friday afternoon, we actually record our Sif Pop proper episode with a live audience. Recorded in front of a live internet audience. Yeah, you can chat along, and that's at Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com slash shoe the dough, because Sif Pop is part of the Shoe the Dough podcast network. Thanks, Lo. Thank you, Lo. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for spending time with us. It's always nice to have you. One year ago. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 